Exodus chapter 20. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we we come to you this afternoon and we thank you uh, for salvation in Jesus Christ. We thank you for the new life that he gives us. We thank you for the many blessings that you shower upon us. And Lord, you are worthy of our worship. You are worthy of our devotion. Um, You are worthy of us um, giving our lives to you. And Father, may we just reflect on on how, how wonderful a Lord you are. You're a wonderful, wonderful Lord. I pray you'd fill me with your spirit and you'd bless the word of God in these few minutes. In Jesus' name, amen. In the Mosaic law, men could be sold as slaves to relieve their poverty or to repay what they had stolen. Within the Mosaic law, provisions were made to ensure that slavery wasn't a permanent condition. After six years, a slave's freedom was to be granted unless the, unless the slave chose a life of permanent servitude. Now, the only motivator for this choice of bond service was devoted love. During his years as a slave, all his needs depended on the master. Some masters were so loving and so trustable that servants willingly chose to give up their freedom to serve their master forever. And so we're just going to read these first six verses and we'll see, we'll see these truths that I just um, shared um, right from the scriptures. It says, um, Exodus 21, Exodus 21. Now these are the judgments which thou shalt set before them. If thou buy an Hebrew servant, six years he shall serve, and in the seventh he shall go out free for nothing. If he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he were married, then his wife shall go out with him. If his master hath given him a wife, and, he have, and she have borne him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. And if the pl- servant shall plainly say, I love my master, my wife, and my children, I will not go out free. Then his master shall bring him unto the judges, and he shall also bring him to the door or unto the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with an awl, and he shall serve him forever. So if he made this choice to serve his master forever, he would be marked in the ear by a hole being put in his ear. I don't, that doesn't sound too pleasant for me, but um, it, was a, it was a symbol that I will serve my master forever. As Christian, as, as human beings, the Bible teaches that we were all born into this world as slaves to sin. We are sinners because our parents were sinners, because their grandparents were sinners, all the way back to Adam and Eve. 
And according to Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, we were servants and slaves to sin, under, sla- uh, under sin's control. Ephesians 2, in verse 2, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among, among whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We were part of the world system. We were under the power of sin. We were were under God's wrath. We were children of wrath. But then Jesus came along and he redeemed us. He set us free. He paid the price to set us free. The word redeem means liberty by paying a ransom. And when the Bible, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 20, through Jesus Christ, we were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We became God's through the purchase of his son, Jesus Christ. 1 Peter chapter 1 tells us we were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Romans 3.24, we were justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So we were sinners under the wage of, the, of sin, we deserve to go to hell. But Jesus came along and he died for us and he paid the price to set us free. We were slaves of sin, but by accepting Christ, we became um, the possession of Jesus Christ. We change masters when we obey from the heart the doctrine of salvation. What's the doctrine of salvation? That Jesus died for our sins, was buried, and rose again to save us. And when we put our faith and trust in that message, we become, um, we, we become God's possession. We become a child of God. We change masters. We change, we change from the master of sin to the master of Jesus Christ. Um, just look at Romans chapter 6. And verse 17, Romans chapter 6. It says in verse 17, But God be thanked that ye were, ye were the servants of sin. The word servant is, is the same word as slave. You were the slaves of sin. You were the servant of sin. But ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free, you were redeemed from sin, made free from sin. You became servants of righteousness. A slave of righteousness, a slave of Christ. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. 
For as ye have yielded your members of servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. We were the servants of sin, but now we can yield our bodies as servants of righteousness. Verse 20, for when ye were servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed for the end of those things is death, but now being made free from sin. Christ paid the redemption price to free us from sin and become servants to God. Ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. So if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, he has become your master. He has become your master. And <clears throat> he is a wonderful master. He is a wonderful, um, he's a wonderful Savior. And when we become Christians, we don't become robots. We are, we are his children. We are his possession. But he gives us a free will like these bondservants. These bondservants choose to continue following their master because their master has been so wonderfully trustable and so wonderfully good. And that is my challenge to each of us today as Christians to, to present our bodies to the Lord again and again and again, to give our lives again and again to the Lord because he is worthy of our devotion. He is worthy of our commitment. He is worthy of us saying, Lord, here's my ear. I want to be your servant forever. You know, when I think of what Jesus has done in my life, I want to say to him, here's my ear. I will not depart from you. I love my master. I will not go out free. Um, I don't have to serve Jesus. I want to serve Jesus. I don't have to keep following Christ. I want to keep following Christ. Here is my ear. I present myself to you a living sacrifice. He's forgiven me all of my sin. And the longer I live, the more I realize how wicked and sinful my heart really is. And yet when I believed in Christ in 1983, he forgave all of my sins, past, present, and future. He rescued me from hell. He rescued me from the wages of sin, which is death. Um, he has um, patiently been changing me, patiently been changing me. Um, his, his correction is always for our good and for, for our blessing. He chastens us as a loving father, um, not as a cruel um, dictator, but as a loving father. He's given purpose and direction to life. He's personally guided my life. He's blessed me with a wonderful wife, wonderful children, wonderful grandchildren. He has met our every, every need. 
He's been with me through dangers, toils, and snares. Like, the, um, like John Newton said in, in his hymn, Amazing Grace, through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. His, his grace has led us all the way. And because of how trustable and how good and how wonderful the Lord is, I want to give my life to him again and again and again and again. And Christian, if, as you reflect on the goodness of God in your life, I hope you too will say to the Lord, Lord, here's my ear. Here's my heart. I will willingly serve you all of my days. I will not forsake your rule in my life. I will not forsake your truth. I will not doubt your care. I will not call, question um, the trials or difficulties that you bring into my life. You use all of those things for my good and for my blessing. You are a wonderful, wonderful Savior. I love you with all of my heart. And I, I just want to challenge you as God's people today. Uh, Romans chapter 12, um, 1 and 2. It says, the Apostle Paul is begging God's people. That's what the word beseech means. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have a wonderful Savior. We have a wonderful Master. And we can willingly say to the Lord, Lord, here I am. I give my life to you. And I'd like just to challenge you today to say, Lord, here's my life. I give my life to you. And maybe you're here today and you've never, you've never made Jesus Christ or you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. He wants to live in your heart. And you can ask him to come in your heart and be your Savior. And if he's been your Savior, would you just give your life to him? Would you just renew your commitment to him? Um, I want to follow you. I want to love you. And I want to serve you with all of my heart. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes um, just for a few minutes. We'll, we'll just have a, a, a quiet song. And I want to encourage you today just to say, Lord, here's my life. Thank you for being such a wonderful God, a wonderful Savior. And Lord, I, want to, I just want to be a bondservant to you. I don't want to depart from you. I don't want to leave you. You have been too good to me. You've been too good to me. And if you're here today and you're not saved, um, I'd like to encourage you to leave your seat. Come here to the front and we can have somebody take a Bible and show you from the Bible how to be saved. Father, please bless this invitation in a special way. In Jesus' name, amen.